Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 185 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Guys, we love you. We're here. You're here. We're going to talk about the three E's, entertain, encourage, and equip. That's what we're here to do. Um, I want to give a special thank you to our friends at Maven Media Productions because they do so much for us. They're editing the podcast. They are creating the graphics that you see related to the podcast. They're just amazing people and we love them. If you have uh, if you have need for somebody to help you with social media or branding or consulting, or you need a, just somebody to kind of walk with you and help you develop a plan, that's your people. Uh, just click the link in our bio, scroll down to the link to Maven Media Productions and they'll help you out. They're fantastic. And while you're, while you're clicking on stuff, if you would go over to Apple Podcast, give us a five-star rating and a really fresh review. We would be so grateful. Mm-hmm. You know who would be the most grateful? Probably Big Beyonce. Big Beyonce. Probably me. That's, you know, that's all I want. <laughs> every every year for Christmas when Josh says, what do you right. want? I'm like, I just want the five listeners. Stars. Just that, hold up the five five stars. Yeah, just five stars. That's all I'm wanting, you know? So go make it happen, guys. <laughs> make, <laughs> make it my, happen, Captain. Make my dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's so good to be here again. Like I always say, this is a highlight of my week. I love hanging too, out with man. you, Brian. Me too. I love so getting fun. to to laugh at, at the prayer concerns that <laughs> and the misery that these beautiful people have to endure. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Like Brian said, uh, we want to entertain you. We're going to laugh together. We want to equip you. We're going to share some resources with you. And we want to encourage you. And we have a very encouraging conversation on deck today. <sighs> Brian and I got to sit down and chat with our friend, I think he's our new best friend, John Cassetto yeah. over at yeah. Saddleback Church. Man, I just love that guy. BFFs. Just, he's our he's our new BFF. He doesn't know yeah, it, man. but Brian and I know it. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. But before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a moment to share uh, with our listeners about our friends over at Planning Center? Yeah, I will. I mean, we love them. You know, it's it's guys, it's Planning Center. They're the best in the biz. Um Okay, so do you know that if you use services, you have access to another planning center product called People? And uh, with People, uh, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and assign to a team. Uh, You can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help walk them step-by-step through the application and training process and automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. Uh, And that's only one thing that people will do. So give it a try. You can learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And if your church is looking for uh, for help with uh, things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, custom reporting, they planning center, they have tools for those as well. So let your church administrator know. Planning center is the best. They really are. I love those people. I do too. I love them. There's a lot of love in this. There's so, there's so much love today, in man, today. in this pod. <laughs> a lot of love in the pod. <laughs> so, Jennifer. Yes. Okay. I have a question for you. A little, 
little knot right down the middle of our... I feel like I have to say this real quick to our listeners. So (laughs) every week when we plan out this podcast, Brian sends me what's called a rundown. So we just kind of know this is is what we're doing. And he always has this... (laughs) He has this moment called catching up spontaneous moment with a winky face. And it scares me every week because I have no idea what is, what is Brian's spontaneous moment going to be? Yeah. Just see that winky face and go, Oh no. Well, it's not food this week. Okay. It's, it's typically been food. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be um, a little, it's going to be related to music this week, okay. not worship music. Okay. It's going to be, secular music. Is that allowed? I feel like we're not. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm here for it. So, okay. What is your like guilty pleasure secular music? Oh man. I feel like I can't say this publicly. <laughs> <laughs> you no. totally can. Or water it down or say something okay, else. So baby shark. What, baby should, shark. I, should I go to my second? I guess my first one will probably... <laughs> shock some people and appall them at the same time. I'm afraid to admit it, but I'm just going to put it out there because whatever, I don't care what people think. I I love um, rap, but particularly oh, like really? 90s, uh, 2000s back in the day with like Biggie Smalls, Dr. Dre, Tupac. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, and you got to listen to the clean versions because obviously yeah. their messages are not at all, that, that there's so much wrong with it. Do not come at me. I realize that. Um <laughs> And I don't listen, obviously, in front of my children, any of that. I, and I listen very rarely these days. But, yeah, um, yeah I. Rap. Yes. That is not what I expected. <laughs> really? Oh, man. Yeah, that's uh, a surprise. So, have you ever heard the song Gangster's Paradise by Coolio? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know yeah. the entire song. I can rap the entire song. Really? Okay. Maybe yeah. we need to do We're that not doing sometime. that on the podcast. <laughs> 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 We're going to lose some sponsors. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be my primary go-to. Ooh. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm fantastic. <laughs> How so, about you? Barry Manilow, uh, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that'd be one of them. So, you know, summertime is the time when that like Yacht Rock station comes around on yeah. XM. I'm a Yacht Rock guy. It's oh, just easy listening. And so, uh, okay, last week we have, I have a friend named L. And L is just the greatest encourager. He and his wife, Kathy are dear friends. And I don't, I've never met somebody who loves music more than they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have like, and they're vinyl people. So they have like, he has like the first turntable he ever bought wow. in his basement. So he collects vinyl. So one of his favorite groups came to our state last week and it's the group America. Now, Okay, so look look it up. Okay. I helped Allie uh, find America. So look, it's old. It's old music. It's like 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've ever heard like A Horse With No Name, mm-hmm. yeah, Sister Golden Hair, uh, Ventura Highway. Oh, yeah, man. It, so that, that if, if I'm looking to like chill, that's the kind of music I'm listening to. Do you find that on that Yacht Rock channel? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You know, so bit, you got the now I'm picturing you yeah. out on that deck because yes. that, I mean, it's not really the deck of a yacht, but you do have a deck in the back. I'm out there. I'm out there. And my neighbors, I hope they like Yacht Rock because that's what they're hearing. 
Your yacht rocking out there on the deck. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Your neighbors probably appreciate that way more than when I indulge in my music out in the backyard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So there you go. That's, yeah. Guilty pleasures. Yours is way less. Uh, I, just, I feel like I'm going to get judged, but <laughs> I just. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> Oh, my Lord, that's fantastic. Uh, so good, so good. Well, do you know what else is fantastic? What is that? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Fam, so prayer concerns, they're brought to you by... Five Words Media. They're our friends that bring you free church AV. Uh, Five Words Media is the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Probs. And if your church is is planning to do an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe you're building a new building, uh, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. Uh, They are the best in the biz, and they'll do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Uh, You can consider them as an extension of your church production team as they focus on five words that clients experience with every project. And those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click on the link in our bio and then scroll down to the link for five words media and get started today. So prayer concerns. Um, You know, we have regular prayer concerns. Your congregation roasts you because you don't do enough hymns or the sound is too loud or whatever, all manner of complaints. Uh, and you can keep sending those in. Then we have we have shared unusual song requests, you know, songs from the Lion King, Circle of Life. Then we have shared ridiculous declines. And so today we're going to have another installment of Prayer Concerns, Ridiculous Declines. And these are, you know, you send a planning center request to your team and they might reply with some weird version of why they can't serve and We're going to celebrate that today. So (laughs) let's dive right in. This is prayer concerns, ridiculous declines. Prayer concern number one. It's my birthday week. (laughs) So nope, I'm not doing anything extra. (laughs) Right? Nothing extra. It's my birthday week. Birthday week. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You know, there are, there are those who. Yeah, I I, you know, I know some people that like really it's my dig birthday in deep month, to the birthday. and I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah, and they start announcing it. My birthday's coming. <laughs> I'm like, what are you wanting from the rest of us? <laughs> right, exactly. Maybe dial those expectations back just a yep, touch. just a bit. Okay, number two prayer concern number two. Um, I got a decline from a team member that says I can't play with you anymore because you always pick songs I have to practice during the week. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So that's kind of the idea. Right. Yeah. That you would practice. They might want to review the team standards with that right? particular player. <laughs> a little bit. That's kind of that's what we're that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> practice and preparing. All right. Number three, prayer concern number three. About a year ago, a new member told me they were interested in serving in the audio booth. He turned out to be really good at running sound. He declined his most recent planning center services request. And the reason? I moved to another state. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's how he announced it. He declined on planning center. See ya. I'm not done. A, not a heads up. Hey, I'm not going to be able to mix anymore. I don't Moving. live here anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like the deuces. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, that's 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 a bad one. Okay, number four, prayer concern number four. I had a high school keys player decline because he couldn't attend rehearsal. He needed to spend the time playing video games to get more legacy points for his his esports team. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, man. <laughs> I love that he was honest about it. Yeah, he's hey, honest. I can't make I gotta, it to rehearsal. I got some serious gaming I got to do. I got like, some serious <laughs> gaming. Yep. There are people depending on me to earn these <laughs> points. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Come on, fam. All right, number five. This is the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. Ridiculous declines. One of our vocalists declined on Sunday morning because she had a zit on her chin. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. You know, oh my it's... Gosh. <laughs> oh, cover up, maybe? It's a, you know, yeah, it doesn't a little powder matter that on much. There yeah, wow. How, what kind of... What are we talking? What kind of zit are we talking about? I know. I yeah, I do wonder. I do wonder. My goodness. <laughs> um, so, fam, those are prayer concerns. Keep sending yours in. If you have just a regular prayer concern where your congregation is roasting you for whatever, send those in. You have an unusual song request or you have a ridiculous decline, send those in to us. You can go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there, or you can just DM those to us on Instagram as well. Well, recently, uh, Jen and I, as we told you earlier, we 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 completed the circle. Mm -hmm. We met our BFF, the person like our ride or die. Right. Yeah. Uh, we we met him a couple of weeks ago. He's going to love that. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's jump into our conversation with John Cassetto. Well, guys, the Worship Leader Props podcast is thrilled to have John Cassetto with us today. John, thank you so, so much for taking the time. I am truly honored to be here and super intimidated because you guys are the best <laughs> and you're so fun. And so oh thanks for having me. I love you guys, Brian and Jen. Well, we love you. And all the intimidation is on my side of the microphone. That's for sure, because <laughs> Jen carries with her her own like aura. <laughs> you know, her and her macho head game. She gets in everybody's headspace. Right. She's so funny. You're, I mean, yeah, we're going to get into what we think of you, which is all awesome stuff. So <laughs> it's like that almost so sounded dumb. scary. Oh, we're going to get into what we <laughs> oh, think we're going to get into. We're going to get into it. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> He's like, what did I agree to? <laughs> but John, we got a chance to meet you and chat a bit at the uh, Dwell Worship and Creative Conference in February. And that was like a dream come true. We had so much fun so connecting good. with you oh, for. Man. Just it felt like just a few minutes, but it was. Yeah. But it was great to finally meet in person. It was absolutely it was so, so good. So how has twenty twenty two been going for you so far, or since we chatted? Man, well, first of all, that was a really great chance to meet you at the Dwell Conference in Phoenix. That was great. Um, yeah, twenty twenty two. It's been interesting, right? Twenty twenty. Uh, feels like a lifetime ago at yeah. this point. Mm -hmm. yes, and that had challenges with it. But I kind of felt like, I was just thinking about this the other day, Jen, like 2020, we just pushed through it. You know, we we're here for it. But then I was like, oh my gosh, 2021, it was wild because we're still going through it. Now 2022, I feel like we're, we're finally facing all the stuff we walked through, right? And mm -hmm. really acknowledging like, gosh, that was hard and it left some left some scars that we're now having to 
to look at and and work through and this I think in, in all sorts of levels, right? Like on our team here, we've just those first year, year or two, we all kind of stayed put, but in the last six to nine months, there's just been a lot of transition. The Lord really kind of stirring up things amongst us, and that's challenging, but it's also good. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'd be lying if I said, oh, it's been a great year. Um, of course, God's been great, but there's also just been a thousand challenges, too, that learning to walk with the Lord through all of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so when we started the podcast, this would have been... October of, we just looked this up, Jen, was it 2018? Uh, It's been a while. Was it? It's been a while. It's been a while. So I have in a note on my phone, I have a list. 2017. I I have a list of people that were on my wish list. Near the top. Oh, John Cassetto. Guys, if if you only knew how I mean you do obviously know how not cool, how how not how not <laughs> into it. you guys, I your your feed has just always made me laugh out loud. Like I forward your stuff. Like you know how you can probably tell how many people forward your yeah. things. Half of those are probably saddleback. We just send them around <laughs> to each other over and over. All of our all of our leaders. Oh, I love that. That makes my day, first of all. But but you legit were on that list. And so here we are, we're like 180 plus episodes in. We're finally getting to make this happen. I'm so pumped about that. You know so, what I just um, realized? Sorry to interrupt you, Brian. Um, today's June 1st when we're recording yes. this. Am I allowed to say that? I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's June 1st, and it's actually my 25th anniversary of serving in full-time ministry. I started wow. on June 1st uh, in 1997, and I was a uh, I was a full-time worship pastor. Can you imagine? Like just graduating college and and finding an opportunity to serve God in 1997 wow. as a full-time worship pastor. And for me, it was in the state of New Hampshire. So just north of Boston. Yep. And it's so funny. And now 25 years later, still uh, doing it, doing it differently, of course, and doing it in a different environment. But um, yeah, I just, I just, I had one of those time hops come up where Mm -hmm. I had celebrated like 20 years of it five years ago. I was like, oh my goodness, that's right. It's June 1st. So yeah. Here's the deal. That's a standing O. I was like, that's what is that? I was waiting right for here. like the, the horns. Like, burr, burr, that's, burr. A, that's a standing O. 25 <laughs> years, you. man. That's incredible. 25 years in worship ministry. That yeah. is to be celebrated. So yeah. congratulations, man. Yeah. And thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks thank for you. staying on the wall, man. Yeah. Um, okay. So kind of a bigger picture question. As you look at like the landscape of the worldwide church, okay, what do you see as uh, some might call them challenges, but let's let's flower it up and call them like opportunities yeah, for growth. Yeah, yeah. growth. What, what do you see as, uh, you know, we're kind of, I guess, post-pandemic, like what do you see as opportunities for growth for the church? Maybe some things that we can do differently now that we, we probably should have done before. What, like what, do you, what are you seeing as you're serving? Well, like I said, I mean, 25 years doing the same thing. I've, I've only done it in two locations. So for the first 14 years, I was in Manchester, New Hampshire, and uh, the last 11 uh, years here at Saddleback, based in Southern California. And um, I don't know, think about it. 25 years ago, what we didn't have, right? 
so much we didn't have. Uh, we did have the internet, but barely, right? I mean, there was dial up, <laughs> dial up that <laughs> took forever. And you know, we would go to the Christian music bookstore or Christian bookstore, oh, and and if you were lucky, they you know their their Sony Discman was working, yes. and you could sample some CDs that they had available for you. And whereas now you just pop on and you listen, of course, on Spotify, and you text everything. And Planning Center, we had none of that, right? right. Guys, it was it was the transparency projector, right? Yeah. That's what that's what I started <laughs> as, and and we saved and saved and saved for the video projector for a couple of years, yes. and um, got real cute with Microsoft PowerPoint. Um, right. Um, so I think about those, those early days of where we started in ministry, our church was, it was beautiful. It was smaller. It's about, um, a little over a hundred people gathering week after week in, in New Hampshire. Um, but it was so, so special, uh, to, to spend 14 years there and watch God do something really remarkable. But when I think about, you know, those starting days and, and think about today, I do think about so much that has changed. And I'm guessing you guys have seen a lot of change as well. So much of it good, so much of it that's so good. I am, I am not discouraged by uh, the state of worship leaders and emerging worship leaders and people that are commissioned by God um, to, to lead in the house of God, because I think, I think while we've seen so much change in 25 years, the thing we've never seen change is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. is, is God our Father and is um, Holy Spirit who continues to bring comfort and clarity. Mm -hmm. And so I am... I'm thinking through, um, we, we had one of our main uh, worship leaders uh, transition to another ministry here at Saddleback this season, and he was a very dear friend and, and just a co-laborer in the gospel. And it's made me really reflective on the season we've had together. And I just took stock the other day. I'm like, we've got like four, five, six of these really young, and I mean really young, like 23 to 25-year-old wow. worship leaders in our, in our ecosystem here at Saddleback. And when I tell you they're awesome, they're every bit as as full of God and hope and humility and honor and faith. Like I am not discouraged about the future mm -hmm. of the church. I'm hopeful. I, I tend to be a glass half full. That there's always a way that you know God's always doing something. Um, but I'm really hopeful. I do think you guys. I think so much has changed in the last 25 years when it comes to this. And 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 I'll use this phrase: this the the worship industry. I don't remember a worship industry, which, right. uh, you know, for those who right. can't see, I'm doing air quotes there. Um, <laughs> I, sometimes I think that's troubling to me, if I'm honest. I think, I think it has caused some clutter between our original calling and, and, and where, what God's invited us into. I think we, we you know... There weren't cameras on us. We weren't sharing everything. We weren't striving. We weren't as thirsty for attention or influence. We were satisfied, if I'm honest. There was a different kind of satisfaction with what the Lord had placed in our hands and what we had. And, and there wasn't this always looking to your left and to your right and, oh, um, I don't have this, or I don't look like that, or my budget's not this, or I haven't been to that place, or whatever. And so I do think that's a bit concerning in how some of the stuff has shaped us. Um, but overall, I, I, <laughs> I, I truly believe that when Jesus comes back, he's coming for the bride of Christ, right? And so, so all, 
all my eggs are in that basket. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's coming for um, an album. I don't think mm-hmm. he's coming for a book. I don't think he's coming for a label or a parachurch organization. I think he's coming back for the bride, the local mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. And so while so much is changing, Steph and I have chosen to just really stay planted in local church. And so the best of our lives, the best of our days and our hours, and to doing our level best to strengthen the local church and to love the local church. And you know that saying, like, it's not always easy, right? Mm-hmm. It, we, it's not always easy. We are sons and daughters of God, but we're not the only sons and daughters, right? Mm-hmm. There's, we have siblings. Yeah. And just like a family, that's awesome. And it's challenging. And there's <laughs> that whole iron sharpening iron and, you know, it's challenging. And there are definitely days of like, oh, man, why why this? Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been on LinkedIn more than I'm proud to say, Googling, Googling things to do other than worship ministry over the last <laughs> few years. Yeah. Um, but gosh, I just, I'm still so full of hope. I'm still so believing that God is here uh, when things are right. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to be naive about it, Brian. Like, I'm not trying to mm-hmm. say, oh, everything's perfect. No, it's not. There has been a lot that's been exposed that's, that's problematic. And, and I really think the Lord is um, doing something new. And, and we're all trying to just be part of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To follow that up, um, so what are you excited about? And in terms of the global church, I think it seems like there's a return. Uh, you know, I was reading uh, Revelation, the book of Revelation. I, I did the one year read through the Bible plan, and mm-hmm. it took me longer than a year. Um, <laughs> so I, I was just finishing Revelation uh, a month or so ago, and um, I think it's the church in Ephesus that he's writing to, and it says, "You know, you've lost your first love." Mm-hmm. And when I think about so much of that clutter between the heart of God and our commission as, mm-hmm. as whether it's full-time pastors or bivocational pastors and ministers or vo- volunteers or shepherds or whatever, whatever title we wear, um, I, think, I think there's been so much that's distracted us. And I do think God's saying, let's pull it back to our first love. Mm-hmm. It's the, the, the pandemic season. It really did seem to level the ground in some ways, mm-hmm. right? It's like, well, who has an iPhone? Who has a phone that can record something? Let's figure that out. It did not matter the size of my building. It did not matter how comfy the chairs. It, did, it just didn't matter. And so um, I think we saw some really things and really special things happen in that season. And... To be honest, I, there's a lot of people listening to your podcast that I am not kidding are the actual heroes of the faith. Mm-hmm. The, these are the ones that will likely not sit in the chair I'm in um, and, and be on the podcast necessarily, but they are doing some of the most beautiful kingdom work. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, like I told you, I was in New Hampshire for 14 years. Most people can't find New Hampshire on a map, let alone <laughs> name, name a few churches from there, right? And it was okay because it, and it is okay. And it's wonderful. And I praise God for the people doing the, the hard work and tilling the soil in difficult places like mm-hmm. New England and the Northwest and the Bay Area here in California. Like, I just praise the Lord that there are people out there um, with no record deal, with no book deal, mm-hmm. with, that are just commissioned to love people, to serve people, and to lead them and draw their attention to God. And I think we're seeing some of that. 
I think some of these older systems are cracking and are groaning, and there is a return to just worship. And it's all about bringing glory to God. Now, we make it all sorts of things, right? Yeah. It's lights and haze and planning center, and it's got to have this formula, and here's the cue sheet. Oh, man, when did worship require a cue sheet? Mm. Right? And I get it. I so get it. I really do get it, you guys. And I'm part of it, and, and I, <laughs> I make the cue sheets. I get it. But I think there's some loosening happening. Uh, in in the programming of the spaces, and there's some mm-hmm. there's some expansion of of what worship really can be. Um, I feel like some of the platforming that we typically like to do in church is really coming down, mm-hmm. and there's a leveling happening there. So I don't know. All that stuff feels right. An mm-hmm. an increase in humility, uh, and a decrease in pride and striving. All of that always sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Fantastic. Man, 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 man. Um, Okay, so we've talked about Saddleback a couple times. You serve as the global worship pastor at Saddleback in Southern California. So you're pastoring this huge ministry, Saddleback Worship. Um, And, you know, probably for many people listening, I know for me, Saddleback, you, you guys are one of those churches around the world. Like you've pioneered so many things in terms of ministry strategies and creativity and uh you've really helped to move the needle for all of us and so thank you for the inspiration man for those of us around the world we're super super grateful for that um can you just on a practical standpoint like what does a typical week look like at saddleback from worship in production like and i know you've got campuses all over the place like can you paint a picture of that for us yeah well the first thing that came to my mind is um, you know, I mentioned to you, I started 25 years ago and I was at a great church. Uh, it started with a, when we, I, got, I joined, there was like a hundred people. When I left, it was, uh, 2,500 people somewhere around there. And we watched this amazing move of God. And so we, we learned a lot about leading and pastoring through different seasons of the life of a church. And, um, if I'm really honest with you, the things I'm dealing with today are almost identical to the season of the thing we were dealing with in those, in that season of ministry, people are people, (laughs) right? It's if we're commissioned, if we bear the name pastor or minister, regardless of size and scope, it's all about people. It's Mm -hmm. all about helping people uh, encounter God, listen to his voice, create space for them to know what he's saying and how he's leading in any season. And so, I mean, I guess it would be like most people listening, right? Um, We're we're walking with people, walking through significant marriage uh, struggles. Uh, We're sitting with people who are uh, facing addictions for the first time in their life head on and believing for breakthrough there. I'm also planning a night of worship for our broadcast campus. And we're really prayerful in asking the spirit to show us like the plan for that night and where he wants us to. Uh, and honestly, that has taken um, a lot of shapes. And so we've been kind of, we're trying to, we're trying to forge something new in that, those spaces. And so we're asking the Lord to do that. So we're having those meetings. Um, we're hiring, you know, so we're looking at uh, different applicants and meeting with applicants. Um, 
there's a person that comes to mind that I've disappointed and that I need to have, I've had to have conversations with honest conversations where I had to say sorry and had to seek forgiveness and really sought to listen to their perspective. And so there was reconciliation there. Um, so it's, it's the same things I think that I did 12 years ago before Saddleback and, um, and to get to do it in the atmosphere of music, to get to do it in the atmosphere of creativity and artistry, man, praise the Lord, because all the other stuff is so heavy too. But to know that there's like, oh, we're going to listen to some things. We're going to write some things. I get to listen to the new songs like the guys are writing, the gals are writing. Uh, I get to preview some videos and some content. Like that just, that's so satisfying to to the other parts of my heart and soul and brain too. So I think it's all similar things, right? Like it's... Um, it's the feed my sheep moment. That's, that's what we're asked to do. And that's what we're wanting to do. And, you know, we're not on staff as professional writers and professional um, singers or musicians or whatever. We're shepherds. We're, we're, we're challenged to journey with people. We're invited to journey with people. And, and I do think there's perception that maybe it's supposed to be different. It's supposed to be sexier than that. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not. And anyone who makes you believe it is or wants, or wants to convince you that it is, that's a myth and reject it in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it's supposed to be cool. Right. I don't know what cool is, but I know it's supposed to be loving. I know... Um, it's got to be hard, right? Like if we're walking through the the painful things with people and the victories with people, it's hard. It's hard work. Praise God. Um, but we kind of have this YouTube image, right? That it's supposed to look a certain way. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I think some of that stuff has really affected what we think our day to day is supposed to be. I grew up in what I call a normal church where I, I mean... <laughs> If the doors were open, we were there. My mom played the organ. My dad taught Sunday school. And you better believe my brother and I, we did anything that we were told. If it meant vacuum the church, we vacuumed the church without question, right? We, we wiped down the, the, the counters in, in the bathrooms. We would clean the toys in the nursery. You know, whatever it was to be done, we did it. And I think somewhere along the line, we thought as worship leaders or platform ministry people, we weren't supposed to vacuum the church anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all part of it, right? There's a, there's, mm-hmm. we're just here to serve people. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, our ministry, it's like, oh, serve people, but also get on a really tall platform. We're going to put a bunch of lights on you mm-hmm. and give you a microphone and put three cameras in front of you, but stay humble, stay <laughs> humble. It's like, man, we're trying, but I think we have to have some disproportional, um, exercises that get us off that platform yep. to remember what this is really all about. And so for us, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's moments of how we structure your, your calling and your role here at church. No one's here just to be a music director. No one's here just to be a worship leader. No one's here just doing something technical as, a, um, as an audio engineer or a camera operator. Everyone's commissioned to be a leader, a shepherd, a curator of holy space. So, mm-hmm. gosh, I, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. I'm answering oh, your man. questions no, I, really long. Here, no, I love that good. because I do think that so often nowadays people especially think, you know, oh, I'm going to be a worship leader, I'm going to be a worship pastor because, you know, they see the 30 minutes in a Sunday service and, and think that's what it means. And so I love that you're bringing up service to God's house shepherding people. That is really the call. Getting to lead worship and sing songs and write music and all the creative stuff. That's like an icing 
maybe the sprinkles on top of the icing on top of the cupcake. But that (laughs) cupcake is serving in God's house and loving his people. Absolutely. You know, we want the we want the TikToks, we want the reels, we want the YouTubes of the great songs with the great lighting and the great camera work uh, without the commission, without the task of loving people, of mm-hmm. setting the table. I mean, when I, when I was a worship pastor of a church of 100 people, guess who did audio? I did. Guess who set up the stage and rolled the cables before and after? I did. Guess who figured out how to... Uh, how to play the piano and figure out how to give a lighting cue to someone all at the same time. You know, like you just figure that stuff out because you're building and nothing's too big and also nothing's too small. But I kind of feel like maybe we're in a season where some of the small things are not, feel like they're not for us. And gosh, that's troublesome, right? So mm-hmm. let's let's guard against that. Let's make sure we are doing the small things. Uh, and then I think the Lord says, okay, here's something new that's a little bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, this is so good. My goodness. Um, Okay, so we end every interview with the same question. We call it the big room question. Yes, I know. If we could gather every worship leader and all of their volunteers and every production leader and all of their volunteers, all the creatives, all the artists, we got them all together in one big room and we gave you the microphone. What would you want to say to them? I knew you were going to ask this because I listened to your podcast and uh, <laughs> I thought to myself, I'm like, I don't know. I think I was ready to talk about Romans 12, one and two that, um, mm-hmm. offer your bodies, living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And then, um, I was thinking about Psalm 40, um, where, where it says I waited patiently for the Lord. Uh, mm-hmm. but as you were talking, I had this image Gosh, I think I'm going to go for this. If I had a room full of worship leaders, production people, people stewarding their lives for this thing called worship ministry, um, the picture that comes to my mind is uh, in Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah. I believe it's Jeremiah 17, um, where where he says, um, blessed are those who trust the Lord. They're like a tree planted by the water. Mm-hmm whose roots go down into the water, who don't worry about the heat, their leaves stay evergreen, and they don't, get, they don't fear the drought because they're always bearing fruit. And when I think about that tree, that's who I want to be, and that's who I want my guitar players to be. That's who I hope my, my audio guys are. That's who I hope my gals that, that lead, that play, that, that do all the things. I would hope that's true of all of us. Because when I think of that tree, guys, I really think about, um, you know, roots that go deep near to the water. I mean, that's knowing God. That's not knowing music. I, I, we got to know our music. I assume we know the music. I assume we know the technical. But it means knowing God. It means knowing His Word. It means prioritizing Scripture over Netflix, prioritizing getting to know who, how to hear the voice of the Lord, not just talk about the voice of the Lord, asking the Lord to speak to us. It's, it's these roots that go deep with the hard conversations, like I said, saying sorry to people I've moved too quickly with or, or was too short with. And I think about that, you know, their leaves are always green. They're evergreen. They don't change based on the culture, right? They don't mm. change based on, hey, this is cool. This is what they told me to do on TikTok. This is what the other church is doing. And so now I know. No, we know who we are. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Our identity is secure as a child of God. It, do, it doesn't. It's not rooted in what I wear or what deal I get or don't get. And then that last one um, about bearing fruit in every season. Mm-hmm. Wow, may it be so. Mm-hmm. And and I think we have to redefine the fruit because I mean we know the fruit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, self-control, kindness, goodness. Like that's the fruit. I think we think the fruit, guys, has to be something different. The fruit isn't always just a great, flawless service. The fruit isn't the best mix always. The fruit isn't, I just wrote the new killer song. There's something crazy. There's thousands of of new worship songs being released every single month here. Mm -hmm. Praise God. I love that. I Mm -hmm. celebrate that. But our fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, mm-hmm. kindness, goodness, mm-hmm. self-control. Like, and and so that's I guess what I would would hope for or would would want to encourage people is how do we reflect that tree? Mm-hmm. How do we reflect being deeply rooted, staying evergreen, and um, bearing fruit in every season, and position ourselves in a way to do just that, right? And and maybe the last thing I would say around that, Jen and and Brian is. I think Psalm 94 says, um, blessed are those who are planted in the house. The ones who are planted in the house of God will flourish. And sometimes it feels like, you know, the ministry pathway, the worship ministry pathway, whether it's production or platform-based ministries, maybe it's the fallback plan because I was a music major and, and couldn't figure out, you know, how to do that full time and get paid for it. But man, I still believe, I still believe that being planted in the house, being under the leadership, uh, being held accountable with your community, that there's something still special and rich about that. And so we, I want to encourage everyone to stay planted, not planted in four churches, planted in a church mm-hmm. where you're known, where your kids grow up, where your weaknesses are refined, where your, where your strengths are celebrated, all of those things. But I think that's all part about being that that tree that has deep roots, that that the roots that go deep and that are constantly nourished and staying evergreen. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love worship teams. I love worship leaders. I think, I think they have it. I think they have it tough sometimes because everyone has an opinion. It's too loud. It's too soft. It's too old. It's too new. It's too. It's mm-hmm. too whatever. We all have an opinion, right? We all we're used to choosing our own Spotify playlist now, <laughs> and so to the women and to the men that show up every single week and uh, and set up early and you know stay late and take down and are up all night trying to figure out if this is the right plan. Gosh, th- I love them, and I would just mm-hmm. tell them, you guys are not crazy. It, it is still worth it. It is still Absolutely. worth it to pour your best days into curating space. And we won't know the sight of heaven. We just won't know what your prayers have done, what your offering has made the way for. And so I would just say, I'm so glad you're doing it. And no matter where you're found on planet Earth, I'm glad you're doing it. We're doing our level best. And we're glad that that to know that there are sisters and brothers all over the world doing it as well. So let's keep going together in spite of, in spite of the scars, in spite of the painful things, we keep moving together in faith. I feel like I could just listen to him for hours. Like, oh man. Let's not I end wanna, this one. Let's just. <laughs> I want to move to Southern California. I know, right? Come on. I'm like, can we go. have like coffee with Cassetto constantly? Right. Just- <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And fam, that's why. This guy was on the list from the yeah. very, very beginning. So I hope that you will go 
uh, find Saddleback Worship on the socials, follow them. It is just a, uh, it's a stream of encouragement and uh, inspiration. And I hope that you'll do that and go follow John Cassetto uh, on the socials. Man, you are just a treasure. Mm -hmm. Uh, You really are to our whole community and uh, you're just a gift to the body of Christ. We are super, super grateful for you. Well, th- that is more than mutual. I sure love you guys. And and I'm not kidding when I say this. These last two years were hard for most of us. And to know that there was a place that could make us laugh in the midst of it, laugh at ourselves, right? Because I feel like everything you've posted, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank the Lord they didn't have our video feed from this last weekend. <laughs> um and, and you guys, if you just, have anything, we'd be glad to, we'd be glad to, to take, take it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, you just you just keep it fun and light, and you know the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? Mm, it's it's not a weakness; yeah. it is our weapon. It mm-hmm. is what keeps us strong. And you guys fan our joy, so thank you. Well, thank man, you. I hope you'll come back. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, sometime. Yes. And thank you so much for taking the time to pour into all of us today. We appreciate it. Awesome. I love you guys. And I love all the ones listening who are sewing into the local church. Thank you so much. I'm always said this a hundred times on the podcast, I'm always intrigued with churches that God calls to reach beyond the walls of their, of their buildings. And so here you have this guy, the global worship pastor at Saddleback Church, um, which is just one of the most well-known churches in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, coming on here and hanging with us, man, and just talking about the Lord and what the Lord's doing in their body and Man, pretty cool. They just uh, had a little announcement about uh, Pastor Rick Warren mm-hmm. uh, stepping down, retiring, and yeah. Can you? I don't. I can't imagine stepping in to those shoes. Right. But <laughs> yeah. God be with you, my brother. Yeah. And uh, but boy, John is just what a genuine guy. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to sit down and have coffee and just yeah, just listen to him talk. I mean, you don't drink coffee, so maybe like a Diet Coke or something for you. Sure, yeah. You could put DC. it in a mug. That way you wouldn't feel left out. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I absolutely love him. He's Yeah, what a great, awesome. great guy. Love that dude. Yeah. Love that dude. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember to go hit subscribe uh, wherever it is that you are listening to your podcast. That way you never have to go search for us. We just show up bright and early on Tuesday morning, ready absolutely. for you to hit play. And like Brian said earlier, do us a favor, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people because, you know, algorithms, we, we live our life off that algorithm. (laughs) And thank you you so much for uh, engaging with us, for following um, on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can even find us over there going crazy, getting wild on Twitter by searching the the hashtag. Laying out those tweets. Worship leader props. <laughs> hey, and we talked about them earlier, but make sure you go hit up our friends at Maven Media Productions. If you need any help uh, with your social media, or your website, branding, whatever it is, mavenmediaproductions.com is where you can find those. Uh, and thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to episode 185. We'll see you next time. Deuces. Smell you later. Smell you later.